You will fail. So what? Everybody does. But your gym, your watch, your yoga pants, they pretend you won't. So when you miss a day, eat the pancakes. Give up on a workout? You failed? Seriously, what the hell? We're body. We've been a part of that too, but not anymore. At body, we're rejecting perfection and embracing reality. Not in a pizza Monday kind of way, in a loving your whole life kind of way. In a, this workout is fun and it's okay if I take a week off kind of way. In an, I'm eating healthy and it's okay if I indulge kind of way. In a, I like myself no matter what kind of way. Yeah, you will fail. We all will. But we're not going to let that be the end. You see that? We're already making progress. So let's keep going. We are body. Start your free trial at body.com. That's B-O-D-I dot com. Hi, I'm Vanessa. And I'm Abby. And you're listening to The Real Moms of Bravo, a weekly Bravo podcast where we recap, where we recap your favorite shows in 30 minutes or less. You would think by now I would know what we're saying, Abby, <laughs> but <laughs> it's a mouthful. It's only like the 40th time we've said I it. I know, so. it's only the 40th time, but thank you for listening. You know we're going to recap your shows. <laughs> Basically, in a nutshell. Um, and we're going to start with Below Deck. I mean, at this point, it's just like fire Mila. Like, I mean, is there anything really left to say about it? I mean, yeah. I mean, and it's like how many meals, what, how many meals is she going to fuck up? In this episode, it was box pancakes. Well, and, and how do you screw that up? I don't know. I don't cook. I hardly cook. And I do not understand how you can screw that up. Like, I can even do that. And that's not saying a lot. Yeah. Um, I yeah I don't know and I like how she said like I'm gonna wake up early and start making meals it's like well where have you been yeah and I I just don't get how no one's brought up the homophobic comments to Captain Sandy like that seems like a given I'm wondering if they know that that's gonna be like an instant fire and they'd rather her just get fired on her cooking merit yeah but still it yeah I agree I mean it's it's obviously she's gonna see it and she's gonna have a statement about it when they have their reunion which I can't um I can't wait to see that reunion because you know that even if Mila gets fired they'll make sure she comes back yeah I can't wait either but I agree with you I feel like it's been like a it's a fun show I we always talk about how much we love below deck and how you can jump in at any time but I'm ready for things to not revolve around Mila yeah it's it's time to move on and I think there's a lot of good things that they're setting up i hope they happen um but like let's just get to that um but till then we will we'll be anxiously awaiting um but what did you think of beverly hills you know i will say beverly hills i was kind of like the first 45 minutes and then the end i was like finally um something is happening or something that's being addressed that's been discussed in the uh the bravo sphere especially so I was happy that happened, but mainly the first, um, you know, 30, 40 minutes of the episode revolves around the apology tour that Teddy goes on with Erica and then Kyle kind of apologized to Erica. I felt like it wasn't like a full blown apology. Yeah. Um, I always wonder if but, like yeah. in Kyle's mind, like she thinks it all happened a different way or maybe she like doesn't think it was that big of a deal. Cause she's like, you know, in some ways I can kind of see both sides. Like, Kyle was drunk. She said things like made a bigger deal out of something. Oh, well. Um, but it did. It, yeah. Her apology felt very different where like Teddy's was like really bizarre. 
I don't think Teddy oh, knows that. Hers really bizarre. Yeah. No, and like she had Erica. I, I like that she was like very straight to the point and was like, I know you don't, you think I don't like you. Like she's just laying it out there. And I feel like Teddy is not used to being that direct with her emotions and feelings. Yeah. It was, I liked it. Um, I liked how Erica just went there. I like Erica. I've liked this side of Erica. I finally were seeing the Erica that just doesn't take any like BS from anyone. And, um, I don't I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying her, even if she's being kind of cold to some of the women. I think it's, I enjoy it. Yeah, no, I agree. And then, so the rest of the episode is about Dorit's Beverly beach at Kitson. (laughs) The fact that she has a storefront. Beverly (laughs) beach. (laughs) Um, and they're celebrating that moment, even though her and Camille had a falling out. And even with Teddy, that she had a falling out, she named a piece of clothing after both of them, which they were both like super flattered by. And I love that Camille like immediately apologized for saying stuff behind her back. Yeah. It was kind of weird. Cause she, yeah, it was, it was also weird because um, even Rena like picked up on it. And I mean, Dorit was saying it to PK. So, I mean, she purposely did the cover up for Camille. I thought it was kind of a, a good dig at her. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and eventually after the opening, they go and have dinner the beginning of the dinner, the women are checking up on Camille and how she's doing with the fires. And it, it did seem, um, they ask her a little bit about that. And then we have a moment, and I mean, I may be remembering this out of order, but where there, I know Lisa Renna said what we were thinking about so how you have empathy the for the wealthy. That was before Kitson. So they all, oh, that was before Kitson. Yeah. I'm not remembering things in order. Yeah. So they do a dinner before the Kitson thing. They just like get everyone together and Renna puts together bags for, um, oh yeah, yeah. Denise yes. and Camille. It's really sweet. And, um, but Camille is complaining about how, you know, I needed, didn't have a coat. I needed to get a coat. I went to this like consignment store. I got a Burberry coat and like, was like complaining about how awful it is. And I know you're, I'll let you say it. Cause when Rena said that, I was like, Oh my God, I have to think of a meme for this. I mean, I just, and the thing that I, it's like something I love and hate about Camille. It's like, are you fucking kidding me, Camille? Like you have multiple homes. You like, even when she said, am I cursed? And yeah, yeah you've had bad things happen to you, but I think you have it really, really good compared to a lot of people out there. But in, in my mind, though, I do, yes, it's, like, kind of, like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, do you have a meter here? Do you understand what you're saying comes across, like, very arrogant and self-absorbed? But then on the flip side, I would kind of want a rich woman, <laughs> rich woman in her stature to kind of respond like that. You know yeah, what I mean? I think it was kind of funny because, like, Denise was just, like, really positive about it. Um, and. Camille even was like, I don't think Denise understands like how bad it was. And I, Denise's house, I'm kind of waiting for her to make a comment. I, it sounds like hers might not be livable for a long time too, because like, even though it didn't burn to the ground. Um, and it's also rented. Did you notice that Camille? Yeah. Shade? Your rented house, which whatever. Um, I mean, it still displaced her from that. Like, you know, she didn't have a place to live, but um, it was also funny. I don't remember who said it. It might have been Erica. It was like, at least your beach house is okay. And she's like, well, that's my vacation property. Like, yeah. Okay. Well, if you have properties, no one's going to feel bad for you when your house burns down. Exactly. It was just kind of, it's one of those things where you're like, holy shit. Like, she really is like not hearing how bad this all sounds. But then the other side of me kind of loves it at the same time. She also, because it's so out of like ridiculous. She must've married the male version of her because her husband. So she, you know, she's upset. Her house burned down all this. And her husband, I guess was like, I don't have my ski boots. My ski boots got destroyed. 
And she was like so annoyed with him. And all the women were like, typical man, you know, like all this. But like, I thought it was hilarious. I'm like, you just married the male version of yourself. Because if tables were turned, Camille would be like, oh, I didn't have an evening gown for an upcoming, you know, charity event. You know, she would have made yeah. it. Like, it would have been all about something like really not that important. Um, so I thought it was like hilarious. I was like, well, we're seeing a lot. We're learning a lot about our husband just off of one comment. Oh, yes. So then fast forward going back back in order because I've got mom brain really bad today. <laughs> um, so after the Beverly Beach Kitson opening, the women go to dinner. And the women immediately, at least the way they shot it and what we see on TV, the women immediately kind of confront Camille about LVP not being there and how she gave her a free pass. Yeah. And like about the article and how shitty that was. What was your take on that and their approach and kind of ganging up on her a little bit? So, I, I mean, definitely was ganging up on her, but I definitely felt like I felt in the beginning she kind of handled it pretty well. She's like, you know what? You're right. I did kind of give her a pass. Like she did sort of start to agree with him. Rita wouldn't let it go. Rita kept being like, well, why did you let her off the hook so easy? You know, you let her off the hook so easy. Why did you let her go so easy? Like it was kind of like, okay, Rita, we get it. You're pissed. Um, yeah. I thought it was weird that Teddy then said, it made me wonder what else are you saying about me behind my back? Only because coming from Teddy, Camille has like said to Teddy's face, you're a know-it-all. You insert yourself oh, in the drama. Yeah. So she has said everything about yeah. Teddy to So her I'm face. like, Teddy, you don't have to worry about what she's saying about your, behind your back. She's saying it all to your face. But that was clearly planted, you know, to get to the bigger conversation, um, mm-hmm. which would then led to Dorit kind of just saying, like, I know you said some stuff. And Camille was like, yeah, I did. And I think she kind of wanted to leave it at that. And then um, Dorit was sort of like, you know, or Rinna was kind of like, well, I told her, but I didn't say what it was. And everyone kept being like, you know, Rinna didn't say what you said. And so then basically she's like, well, I said, I don't know where you're getting all your money from. And that like really, I think, changed the season right there. Because finally, what we've been hearing about is PK owing people millions of dollars. And it sounds like this is legit just for some reason wasn't being brought up and Camille just dropped that bomb, which now opens it up to be on the reunion, which I, yes, I was so like as a fan and viewer and how shitty this season has been, it was like, Oh, finally we're talking about the shit that we as fans see in the headlines. Like it's an opportunity for Dorit to clear anything up. And I'm guessing because of like maybe legal implications, she didn't say anything, but she did have an interview after the show where she just kind of talks about, like, basically she's like, lawyers are handling it and we're not worried about it. And yeah. I can't believe that Camille would go there and how shitty that is of her and all this stuff. Um, it's just, I just think, like, and granted, no one brought it up to her, but I would almost wish she would have, it would have been smarter on Dorit's part if she just, like, aired it out there herself. Yeah. Controlled the narrative that she wanted to tell. Well, and all the women were giving each other looks. Now, I will say, I give Denise a lot of credit because she was like, you're crossing a line. Like, I mean, whether, and she even said, like, whether it's right or, like, true or not, this isn't the time and place to bring it up. It should have been a private conversation. It shouldn't be at a dinner about Dorit. You know, it was like, yeah. Um, I really liked that Denise stood up for it. And then Denise wasn't afraid to, like, kind of, like, admit that everything, like, kind of went south from there. She's like, well, up until now, I had a really nice dinner with you ladies. Like, I, she was cracking me up with that. She was cracking me up and is also like, oh, honey, these women are batshit crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Manners kind of go out the window on Housewives. Yeah. Like, 
things are brought up at the most inappropriate times because that's what we like to watch. Yeah. Well, and then, I mean, if it was brought up in a private conversation where none of us heard about it, we'd be like, this season's stupid. So, but I do give her credit for sticking up for what she thought was right. Um, yeah, most definitely. But we have one episode left, finally, and that is going to be Mauricio's agency party. And it looks like Camille just goes after everyone. It's something. She gets in a fight with Rena, who's wearing a blonde wig. I don't really know why. Uh, she gets in a fight with Denise. I mean, she's like, she goes there with everyone. She is just going there. Season one, Camille is back, and I'm all for it, truthfully. She's kind of like a lovable, I don't even want to call her a villain because that sounds more harsh than I think I want to say, but I just, I kind of like it. I think (laughs) in season one, everybody loved to hate Camille. And right now it's like, we just love to love her because it's like, we need something. And I think like everybody, I mean, there's definitely some negative comments out there, but for the most part, people are like, the show would be a dud if she hadn't done all the stuff that she did. Um, I did see a few comments on um, our post uh, about her saving season nine that I thought was interesting about then like, why was she so, it was almost like she really wanted to get out of the reunion and she kept making like comments about that before the reunion happened. And I thought that was kind of like an interesting point. Like she was so willing to go there and bring it, but then it was like, she was afraid to face the music. I would have like, she's a little Erica Jane in her. Who's going to be like, I don't give a fuck. And I'm going to say this yeah. and I'm going to go and you can look at me in the face and I'm going to look at you right back and be like, I don't care. Yeah, so maybe she's that's a little brandy. She needs a little. That's she also does like a little brandy Glanville there. But finally, something happened, and I think the last episode is going to be interesting. I feel like they could have almost cut out the France, the France trip. To be honest, it was like fun. Well, I say that we wouldn't have had the impersonations with some yeah, of the drunken moments. I, but in terms of the length of the season, I didn't think it needed a span. So it was basically like half an episode, then a full episode, and then like another like quarter of an episode. We could have just done it in one. I didn't think we needed yeah. all of it, but that's okay. Um, I really, all I want to see is the reunion. Um, cause I'm really curious to see what these women have to say to Camille. But other than that, like I'm ready for season 10. I'm ready for some shakeups. I think they need it. They definitely need it. And what are your, so in Southern charm, the ma- male drama continues yes. where Shep is still kind of being a dick, um, in a, multiple ways. What do you think about Shep? Have you liked Shep? So previous seasons, are you a fan of him? Do you think he's being an asshole? I used to like him. And then as more time goes on, he's kind of an asshole. And I think like the reason why I liked him in the beginning is when Craig didn't have like money and wasn't going into work and stuff. I thought that like chef actually showed that he cared and was kind of saying like, I'm sorry. Like, like the rest of us have trust funds. Like we don't have to work. I'm sorry, but you do. So don't screw up your life trying to impress all of us by going out all the time and skipping work. And I like, I don't know. I always thought that was kind of like a nice thing. And I do think he likes Craig. Like he even said, like, I can't, I can't stay mad at him, but he's becoming more and more of a dick. Like when he was saying the things about how, um, well, he, Whitney said this, but he like just sat there and agreed that they can have the more expensive wine. Cause they've, they've earned it. They both were born into wealthy families. They haven't really done much to earn anything. Yeah. And I also think Shep is, was like, it's kind of done a good job of masking it, but we're seeing it more and more that he, like what we hear about in Charleston, we've heard about it for seasons, the whole good old boys club. I mean, the fact that he thinks that because Madison cheated to get back at Austin, that that's somehow worse. I like, I don't understand. I don't understand or agree with that double standard. I also think it's really disgusting that he called Madison, what was like a white trash hair dresser. 
dresser. Yeah. Just almost. And I think it had more to do with her profession. Not so much her. Like that's kind of how I took it. I think that's why Chelsea got upset. Um, so I want to like him. I've liked him in the past, but now I'm realizing that maybe he really just is kind of a dick. I think he is definitely a dick. And even I was watching it with Kyle and he was like, man, why is he being such a dick? And I'm like, okay, coming from a dude, I feel like I'm validated here. I just, I'm not really a fan. I do think he seems to be like a know-it-all and I'm not really liking this side of Shep this season. I feel like he's going to have a hard time at the reunion. Um, It seems like he has a lot more people against him than for him. I do think between something with Austin and him, we saw it when they were fighting over Chelsea I could see, like, hammered alcohol level 3.35 Shep, like, trying to take any chick that Austin talks to. Like, that does not surprise me. But it's just, I don't know. It's weird. I also feel like weird. Austin didn't do himself any favors. He was, like, crying about Madison to everyone. He's like, I'm here to get over oh, my yeah. girlfriend, but I can't. And then I love where it, like, eclipsed to him, like, talking to a bunch of dudes. And, like, yeah. I'm assuming those are people he did not know until that night. So I think it's funny that he's, like, well, I can't complain to all these girls about my girlfriend that I can't get over, so I'm just going to find a bunch of random young guys that I'll talk to. So then, like, on the flip side, well, the guys are doing that, and then it's like, okay, so now we're going to go to a scene where Chelsea and Danny are at an OB's office, and Danny's going to consider freezing her eggs. I feel like this whole freezing, and maybe it's just because it's it's becoming more, like, common. I mean, I've heard of friends, like, that are single that have said, like, they're starting to possibly consider it. Um, I just feel like it comes up more and more on every reality show. It's like any girl that's single and over the age of like 30, is like talking about freezing her eggs. It was happening on Vanderpump. Um, Gretchen did it. Gretchen did it. I mean, I I get it. It's kind of like an insurance policy. Um, I just think it's weird that it's being like covered on every reality show. But yeah, I thought it was interesting that Chelsea said she doesn't know if she wants to be a mom. That's the first time we've heard her say that. I know. I agree with that. And also I didn't realize this until I've had um, close friends of mine kind of explained to me the IVF process, but freezing your eggs, it's not, it's very intense. It's basically IVF without the insemination. Yeah. Like that's the first part of IVF is the egg retrieval and all that stuff that they kind of described in the episode. So it's, it is like, if someone's going to do that, they're very, you have to be very, very serious about um, wanting to salvage those precious eggs because it's not, and at one appointment and you're done, you're injecting needles into your body. And-, and it can be a couple rounds and it's really expensive. I mean, it's, it's essentially IVF. The most expensive part of IVF is all the hormones on the, the drugs to do the egg retrieval process. It's really not yeah. the fertilization piece of it. So when they said it can be anywhere from 10 to 15,000, I mean, that's what IVF one round typically costs. So yeah, it is it's bananas. And the, to store your eggs is expensive. So once you get them and you freeze them, um, yeah, it's expensive like year over year. So, I mean, yes, but if it's, I think it's, I also think it's cool that we live in a time where you can do that, you know, like you could be 30 and know, like, I want to be a mom, but I'm not going to just like settle and like, maybe, yeah, like, you know, tensely. Like, I think part of the reason why she's talking about like, I'm 43 and I want to become a mom and that's even possible. It's because she has frozen eggs. Very, very true. I mean, I think if you have the money accessible to you to help you make that decision, I say more power to you. It's just I think it's not a decision to be taken lightly. Like, I think there's a lot that goes yeah. into it. Yeah, and know? I mean, you're going to put all this hormone. So, like, <laughs> warn your friends. I feel like you have to tell yeah. because you're probably – you're going to be crazy. Um, speaking of crazy, so Whitney is still denying the fact that he hooked up with Catherine. And Catherine has told everyone and confirmed it. So do you believe they hooked up? 
Yes. Me too. I mean, why would you lie about it? But why? I I don't know. Why do you think he's still denying it? He, I feel like Whitney has this like entitlement, like where he feels like he's like above it. And I could see how Catherine later on says she has a little insecurity over it with him and like not admitting it. I could see how you'd feel like, why don't you want to admit it's with, is it because it's with me? Like, what's the big deal? And also like, the more you deny it, the more conversation there's going to continue to be. I do think she has a good point about that, but I don't, I don't know. I think it's funny that Whitney has no problem from like behind the scenes being a producer of the show pulling I'm using same pulling the puppet strings but you know kind of like letting out everyone else air all their shit yeah he's not like willing to go there I didn't think it's funny so not to jump too far ahead but there's a dinner party that Miss Patricia has for just the women and she even says because someone said something about like what if Catherine married Whitney and she was like well I've heard rumors so I mean even she's hearing that they hooked up I did love that her response was well at least then I'd be guaranteed grandchildren <laughs> Yeah, I thought it was hilarious. I thought it was really, really funny and just kind of goes to show like how far Catherine and Patricia evolved. And I also thought at that same dinner party, we learned a couple of things with Catherine. Uh, One, that she's no longer with a boyfriend, which that happened a lot quicker than I thought. And this is the like uh, soprano Long Island guy. This is not the one she's currently with. But yeah, so they are broken up. But we also learned that he has dick pics on the Internet. Yep. Did you? Which I did you Google? Never him? understand dick pics. I no, I didn't. Did you would? You would? I Google. didn't. <laughs> I have. A, oh, you didn't? Oh. Well, I've my phone's my work phone, so I get nervous to do that. Oh, okay. Well, I'll do it right now. What's his name? How oh, I don't even know. <laughs> now I'm gonna do it. Look up Catherine. Catherine. Yeah. Dennis is the same Joe. Oh, I found it. Joe Bruso. Okay. Are his see. dick pics? I'm now. I'm gonna look up Joe Bruso. Well, you can't do it on your work phone. I'm just looking to see. Just uh, <laughs> Oh, no, I'm not getting it. I think I spelled it wrong. I'm getting something really weird. Um, I'm just going to type in dick, which is something I've never done before. Thank you, listeners, for being a part of this I, journey I really with like me. that we're doing this right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so far, the results aren't coming up. Uh, well, apparently his penis looks like a Ken doll, according to Madison. But they showed it Which to Miss Patricia, and she goes, I'm going to have to get my big iPad. Okay. That was hilarious <laughs> that she was just, like, openly a, a little pervy. Um, yes, that I thought that was pretty funny, too. It was really fun. I think it was – I liked that they brought shots out but from the butler. I thought that was funny. I liked that Patricia said she's never taken a shot. I did not like that Cam thought jello shots are trashy. Come on, Cam. Well, and she gets you if you're yeah. shotgunning beers, you can do it. I would say shot. she's about to get like low low class uh, drunk in the next episode. So I don't know if I take much. I think everything she says with a grain of salt. But you made a really good observation that I didn't even notice, and that's who was missing at the dinner party. Fucking Eliza. Who like what is the point of her being on the show? I, I don't. I really don't know. I mean, truly, I really do think, and you and I talked about this the last episode, but I really feel like she signed up for the show. The producers thought she was going to bring in more drama. Like, she did it in the first episode. And I wouldn't be surprised if two things happened. One, she didn't test well. And two, that she kind of, like, chickened out yeah. and didn't want to film. I mean, just put Madison on there. We actually put on the, our stories that we want Madison full-time. And that now I want her even more because she responded back, like, thank you so much. Y'all are so sweet. So Yeah. Bring up, bring on Madison. Let's get Madison. Let's let's get Madison. Let's get a petition started. 
bravo listen to us we want madison full-time yeah and then i did like that Catherine and danny made up yeah and that Catherine admitted to being wrong and it seemed like a really good honest friendship conversation and i think that like goes to show like that actually was like real you know like for there's always that like in the back of your head how much is this a script and stage but um i that felt really real and i think like any friendship there's gonna be times where maybe you go through like a rough patch um and part of it is learning to like either say you're sorry or forgive the other person and truly move on and i mean it seems like they definitely have so uh, most definitely and before we move on to new york and before we talk about more shirtless men i'm not spending any more time googling as we're discussing so i couldn't find the picture so sorry everyone listening (laughs) yeah i maybe i don't know send them to us slide into our dm (laughs) send us our first dick yeah okay whoever sends it um, let us know if we can also, we'll, we'll blur it out, but we'll say like you were the first person to send us a dick pic. Cause that's kind of like a milestone for us. That, that would be a milestone, especially as moms. Yeah. We don't get too many of those. Um, <laughs> but, uh, I don't know how to transition to New York. So we'll just, I mean, I, we're just going to do let's it. Just go. <laughs> I, um, I knew Bethany. So, I mean, it kind of starts with like some stupid shit. And then we learned that Bethany had like a truly near-death experience and I knew her allergy was serious I just didn't understand it was that serious it was pretty scary that how close to death she was and in true Bethany fashion like man that woman has shown us everything of her life like how she was very vulnerable and I I don't my heart went out to her that would be terrifying I'm sure she was thinking about her daughter yeah everything that just happened with Dennis it was really really scary and for her to still have the party it was like bananas I know I got goosebumps when she was talking to the driver um about it and said she felt Dennis was pulling her and she had it yeah it was almost like she had to tell him no and like it was okay and she like felt it almost felt like she, after that like she felt like she could go on with her life because she like basically she felt like Dennis was pulling her into heaven. I, I'm guessing or into whatever the other, the other side of this life is. Um, I just, I don't know. Like that was like, I got goosebumps. Cause I think for her, it was just like closure. Yeah, no, I agree with you. And she said that too. So I thought that was really good. And then it's like, so we have this serious, serious moment. And then Luann continues to be an ass. <laughs> I don't like, I can't wait for the reunion. Cause the ladies lay into her. It looks like, um, I mean, why even make a big deal about people not attending your show and saying, like, I don't care. I just want to see you guys, even if it's, like, 20 minutes before. And then you're kicking them out. Yeah, I don't get that. I think it's also, like, you knew they were going to come. Yeah. It's not a surprise that they're filming you right now. So, I don't know. She's, her head is so far up her ass. And yeah. It's kind of exhausting to watch, to be honest. And, like, the fact that she's, like, it's show business. Yeah. And all the things she's oh, saying. Like, in a way. Yeah. Okay. I know. Ugh, let's not give it any more oxygen. Um, so basically, then there's this party that's supposed to be a surprise party for Sonia, but she already knows because Barb's kind of a, a wet blanket. And um, I thought it was sweet that uh, Ramona really was the one who threw it. It was her idea. It was also to not have to go to Luann's <laughs> cabaret. So Very strategic. So it's not totally selfless. But it was sweet that she said she was really excited to see Dorinda's face and see how excited Dorinda was. And I thought that was really cute. But that party was like just a little blink and then we get to jump to the really fun part which is bethany's s'mores and horse oh my god that party was amazing and i wish it took up the entire episode because i feel like the producers have so much footage from that party and so many good lines like i mean so many one-liners it starts with basically they're 
discussing like sucking oysters and (laughs) Ramona is just all in. She loves to suck, which, you know, big shock. (laughs) And apparently Sonia smells before she sucks. (laughs) She's always smell before you suck. I mean, I've never done that. I haven't either, but it's not like bad (laughs) advice. I'm just, you know, if you're a single gal, you know, you're probably like, oh, well, it stinks. You're not going to suck. No, I mean, yeah, I guess that makes, it makes a lot of sense. There was also a moment where Ramona said something and I was like, almost like, oh my God, I'm like listening to Vanessa. So they have, Bethany goes all out. The place was beautiful, but she was like, the theme is s'mores and whores. So clearly let's play up the whore part. She has a pinata with sex toys. Um, which they're all like jumping after these, like probably like $10 vibrators as if they don't make like tons of money. And then there are strippers, but not really. Cause they like, didn't, I mean, it looks like they were PG strippers or maybe that's just the part they filmed. But, and Ramona's like, typically I'm not a stripper girl, but she said, was one of the first to sit down to get a lap dance. And she says, when in Rome, <laughs> do as Rome. And that is, oh, that is what <laughs> so, you would have said, Vanessa. Like, <laughs> so the phrase is when in Rome, do as the Romans do. Yeah, um, no, I, would, I would have said that. You're absolutely I right. was like, when I listened, I said to Kevin, I was like, oh my God, that what, Vanessa would have said that. Was oh, like, I would have totally have said that. And I would have also enjoyed the stripper in Rome or not. Um, <laughs> I would have enjoyed it. We've had this conversation on the podcast before. I don't remember when else strippers came up, but you've never had the full experience of a stripper right no no I have not I've attended a 21st birthday party where there was a stripper and then I've done um like a magic mic that's under down under in Australia (laughs) yeah with my grandma-in-law which was amazing and I would go if I were going to Vegas with a group of girls like tomorrow I would like with in the heartbeat would go to one of those shows again but I haven't done what you've experienced in your yeah (laughs) well because I was in a a rule-breaking sorority where we had an illegal stripper during recruitment week if anyone's in a sorority um if anybody went to Mizzou you can probably guess what sorority I was in based on that yeah but um I felt like though it ended really abruptly like there was really no fight there was no like well, Tinsley and Dorinda, but then they kind of made up. And it was very short-lived. Like, I just felt like typically at these parties, it's like everyone's leaving upset. I would say it was kind of refreshing that they all, I mean, that it ended with like a group picture. Yeah, no, it was good. I will say, and because the season has been so stellar, it was, this episode was fun and that party was super, super fun. But I was almost like, they've, they've raised the bar so high that this one felt like a little, eh. Yeah, but the reunion will be good. Um, it's going to be really good. I'm really excited. Um, but yeah, that was basically the week in Bravo. Um, so now we're at the, the point of the show and this is both me and Vanessa's favorite part where we get to do our shout out. And this week, our shout out goes to watch what happens live for its 10th anniversary. Woo. Just crazy. Um, and Vanessa and I have talked about like years ago, we applied to a Bravo contest, but like watch what happens live was just like a, like I don't feel like people watched it nearly the way they do now. And they, the only guests they would get were Bravo people. And now it's real celebrities can't wait to go on that show. It's just crazy how much it's grown. It is crazy. And there's so many iconic moments. Like, I think my favorite one is Nini saying, like, close your legs to married men, trash box. <laughs> yeah. Like, that moment, we wouldn't have gotten the moment 
like all his solo interviews with the housewives like there's been so many awesome and incredible moments from that show and it's a good time um i really want to go i mean i feel like that's like the million dollar question all bravo fans want to go on watch what happens live yeah. but i don't think it's as easy easy well, at all and we'll get to do it at bravo con yeah yeah so which i want them to talk about so before we started recording um chrissy teigen's on tonight for the 10-year yes. episode and they she mentioned BravoCon, and andy's like oh i want to talk to you about that so i'm like oh i would die oh my God, i would Chrissy's like, there. Die. i would die i mean I i'm already die. gonna die but that's i mean that's amazing oh my god oh my god well this brings us to the end of our show so if you enjoy listening to us please 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 Leave us a five-star rating and also write us a review. It really means a lot to us, but it also just helps with the algorithm that Apple has over all of us. So please, please, please do that. And you can also slide into our DMs like Gina's um, from the OC's ex-boyfriend who who recently did that. But didn't give us a follow. Give us a follow. Didn't give us a follow. Yeah, give us a follow. He actually like sent us all the pictures that he's been shopping out to everybody. Um, yes they're posted all over we can post them later but this guy's a slime hole no his his throat must be really really dry because he's <laughs> thirsty <laughs> <laughs> so please um follow us on instagram if you're not already so again it's at real moms of bravo and Brittany and jack's sweating is this weekend so we will be covering that as it happens in real time so we will catch you all next week you will fail So what? Everybody does. But your gym, your watch, your yoga pants, they pretend you won't. So when you miss a day, eat the pancakes. Give up on a workout? You failed? Seriously, what the hell? We're Body. We've been a part of that too, but not anymore. At Body, we're rejecting perfection and embracing reality. Not in a Pizza Monday kind of way, in a loving your whole life kind of way. In a, this workout is fun and it's okay if I take a week off kind of way. In an, I'm eating healthy and it's okay if I indulge kind of way. In a, I like myself no matter what kind of way. Yeah, you will fail. We all will. But we're not going to let that be the end. You see that? We're already making progress. So let's keep going. We are Body. Start your free trial at body.com. That's B-O-D-I dot com.